0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Teenaging Podcast. My name is Nikki and I'm joined today by Riada and Sarah. Guys, I've been really happy to been to going back to school because like during in quarantine the like the friends that we usually hang out with, I don't talk to them. I mean, like it's not like we're not close or anything. It's just that because school provides such a convenient environment for us to interact in, that it's harder to do it outside of school. And yeah. I realized the friends I do talk outside of school is so much smaller than like you know, <laughs> like I don't get many uh, text messages I did before. So, yeah. Anyway, what about you guys? <clears throat> um,
1: I get the text messages, I just choose not to reply. i'm just like i was having i was vibing with quarantine i think that um i i i needed a break and it it served as a decent one and i didn't mind the amount of online work to be honest like i kind of got used to it after a while you know you got you get into the hang of things and then Mm -hmm. like you know you just get so comfortable and then to go back to like waking up like super early to get ready and, like, seeing people, and I'm just, like, <laughs> I was, like, uh, I was okay with quarantine, <laughs> maybe that was the life for me, but then again, I would have probably went insane if it went on forever, but, like, I could have, I would have been okay if this went on until the end of the year, and then, um, you know, I come back next year, and it's, like, a fresh new start to year 11, so. Really? No. I
0: missed I missed everyone so much because I love being like I don't love but it's nice being distracted in class because I don't know it's like an escape from all the work you have to do when you just have someone next to you and you just talk to them you know
1: I like getting the work done because like because then like I don't have to worry about it later so like you know (laughs) what I mean Uh,
0: similar to what I said before I don't know about like the rest of you guys but. Um, school in Australia has already like started back full time, but during um when quarantine was in place, I felt the need to like still reach out to friends that I don't really talk to, even though I may not want to talk to, because mm-hmm. I guess like we just never really connected that well, so I don't feel the need to. But because that we got along so well in school, I felt like I had to cling on to that connection by trying to reach out so. I don't know but i don't know if that's like a mean thing it's just like it's just how i feel personally about that person like we could go on months without talking and i'll be sort of like okay with i mean like i'll miss them of course but i don't know i'll feel like pretty okay
1: yeah
0: there's a sense of obligation to have to keep the friendship going even Mm. though we're in quarantine or whatever
2: Mm. yeah um i would find myself doing the same exact thing where People i hang out with school, i text, and I noticed that like the conversation is kind of dry and it's not flowing like as smoothly as we, when we talk at school. And so I felt kind of guilty that I couldn't talk to them one-on-one in text, but at school in a group setting, I'm fine because everyone else is there to keep the conversation going and I don't feel as like dependent for the conversation to go
0: right because in, in group they can fill in when you don't have anything to say yeah uh, let's say like it's one-on-one you have to keep the conversation going it's like a game of tennis but exactly. because, like, I, I think like similarly like us in, in we're in similar in the way that it's it's kind of hard to keep the conversation going I don't know say like tell me if I'm wrong is it like one-on-one it is, it is a lot harder I think it also depends on the person though like mm-hmm. If it's like a close friend, I don't care. Like we can go on for hours, but yeah, I know what you mean.
2: Yeah, because I think there are certain responsibilities and obligations we have to uphold as a friend. But like sometimes the line isn't clear on whether or not you have to fulfill them based on various factors and in turn make us feel quite guilty.
0: I agree, Rihanna. I feel like it, it really depends on the, like, I, like intimacy. I don't know, intimate, like, closeness of your relationship with that person. Um, like, for some people, I don't care if I don't fulfill that role or whatever. I don't know. It, it, like, I, sometimes it's not about whether you're close, but sometimes I feel like they think I'm close, but I don't yeah. think we're that close. So I feel like I have to return the favor by saying, oh, like, xyz makes me a good friend in order so i have to do that to that person even though i'm not that close to them but they think they're really close to me so i have to do that back you know it's like it's like unrequited friendship and Mm -hmm. obligations that come with it but there's also very toxic forms like i know people who pay for their friend's food um like every yeah almost every single day (laughs) i just see them like i can have have a dollar i can have money and they say no they're like no i'm saving it or whatever and the other person's like come on please just today just today and repeat for the next year you know yeah (laughs) do you guys see people like that like at school do you witness people just being selfish and take advantage of other people
1: I kind of live in my own world, so I
0: don't see it that often.
1: <laughs> like, I, I really be, like, secluding in the history staff room. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, you hang out in the teacher staff room, right? I That's love like, them!
1: They're this, this such queens! I actually love the history staff room so
0: much. Sometimes, like, adults are just better to talk to than um, mm-hmm. teens. We'll have, like, mm-hmm. yeah. pubescent teeth. Pubescent. Okay, cut that out. I don't want to sound dumb. Anyway... <laughs> Keep it
1: in. Uh, <laughs> this is about being natural. Oh my god. Like literally, whenever I, I was looking at your videos today for the TikTok thing, and I'm like, girl, who is gonna watch our TikTok if we're like we're like the perfect people like hi, welcome to the teenaging podcast. <laughs> I'm like girl, oh be a little bit show your personality. You are perfect with your imperfections, girly. I, like, I re-record it yeah i was like she's being too perfect like you can't <laughs> like people don't want to watch a perfect person they want to
0: watch someone that like they can relate to um yeah wow, okay. i love this criticism <laughs> I don't know no why. thank thank you i felt i felt the same i was like this is not me and this is such a commercial kind of video Hi, but i had to make you? it short sure. i don't know okay we'll <laughs> talk about Liam, but Oh, what was I say before oh yeah and I also see other people like stealing their friend's wi-fi or data and I find that so annoying it's like oh can I can I just borrow your data can I borrow your charger And whatever and they just take it you know yeah. and even like like copying down homework or whatever and doing other people's assignments I don't like that it's like it it feels like it's one of the ways you have to keep the relationship it, it's like um it, it's like this morphed idea that because you're in a friendship all of that is justified and all of that makes you a better friend when really that's yeah. not the case
1: yeah?
0: yeah so then there's this definition of what being what it means to be a good friend in the first place if that's not the case so what do you guys think are like I guess the universal principles to just being a good friend that has nothing to do with you know, filling in these very superficial roles and obligations, um, for other people.
1: You're honest enough to call people out on what they're doing, because I think sometimes people confuse friendship with like this kind of unconditional loyalty. But I think that friendship is more about like being honest and comfortable enough with someone that you can, you know, point out their weaknesses and point out their strengths and be like he's Here, a way to grow and here's what like I appreciate about you so if like I think that friendship at its crux is about that that honesty to be comfortable enough to say hey this is where you need to improve and this is where you're doing well.
0: I agree I feel like a lot of the time what people perceived as a good friend or like what a best friend should be is unconditional loyalty as you said mm-hmm. but if it comes to the point where it's like they ignore completely neglect your your weaknesses and just kind of glorify you almost I don't know like let's say someone talks bad about you but it's kind of like justifiable or reasonable they would um like undoubtedly I guess condemn that person I don't know how to explain it it's like um y- you know like they just it, they they just blind blindly be very loyal mm-hmm. to them. You, mm-hmm. know, you guys know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Okay. What about you, Rihanna? How, what do you think? Like, um, I think a good
2: friend is someone you can be very open with, knowing that they're not going to betray you or tell someone else. And they're not going to judge you on the situation you're talking about. They're generally listening. They're trying to give you advice back or su- just be there to support you. And, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah for sure. I think Rihanna like you're right like when you come out of a conversation with your friend you should always feel like they've helped you in some type of way or you feel good after it. If you're coming out of conversations with your friends and you're feeling worse about yourself and you're feeling like you've you're you've been drained then that's not a friendship. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people feel like that where like they feel like they're just going through the motions of, like, being there to support someone, but they don't feel that support back. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling like that, it's really just, like, a one-sided relationship. And either you need to, again, like, you know, confront that person and be like, hey, I, I like your presence, but I need more from my, like, side. Or you have to kind of leave that behind if it's not um, benefiting you in a positive way.
0: Wow, Sarah, you full of good ideas in this episode too. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and I, f- I think a lot of the time people it, are too scared to um be kind of like the enemy because they think they're their friend, you know. So yeah, um, they're they're constantly being trampled on or like mm-hmm. yeah, the taken advantage of without knowing it and thinking that's what it means to be a good friend. So yeah. yeah. So Sarah and Nikki asks,
2: well, I'm not gonna say few, literally just one friend of theirs, um, for their <laughs> input on the topic obligations in friendships. And Sarah asks one of her good guy friends.
1: Oh my god! Remember <laughs> the way you said, yeah, uh, like why do <laughs> you sit like that? Sorry. it, like this weird. <laughs> so essentially, what my friend said is that. Friendships come with loyalty and trust. Trust that you will keep their secrets and you will be loyal to them. You have to be nice, but you also can't be too nice. you got to know how to stand up for yourself because sometimes they won't be there. So knowing how to stand up for yourself and your friends is also important. you got to make sure you know how to be present. So whenever something is up or you feel like you're excluded, you know how to kind of confront people and you're not kind of dependent on your friend. So that's what you have to say about it
0: oh like a crippling codependence on your friend yeah I like that yeah um he brought a really good point he said like um kind of like brush over the fact that you have to always be transparent with your friends mm-hmm. um and speak up for whatever that is wrong and sometimes it is hard you know because like you don't want to ruin the relationship and whatever so I think it's just a matter of like saying it in a respectful way mm-hmm. anyway so one of my other guy friends also listed out some things he's he has experienced in his social life um in terms of like obligations and friendships um the first thing he said is when someone gets something for me as a gift I feel like it's my responsibility to give something back and I I kind of agree with that too because I don't know like one of the one of the people in our group always give me birthday presents and I don't <laughs> I don't remember that birthday. <laughs> i don't know but but they're like not too close to me you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's that's you know what i i think i'm at fault i don't know um i I know we always say like oh you don't have to get me anything but it's sort of like a symbol of friendship and your closeness i feel like i have Mm -hmm. to give something back anyway the second thing he said is when someone has finally invited me to be part of their friend group i feel like it is my responsibility to make that friend group better and happier In doing so, I don't really take care of myself that much, um, as much as I do for the friend group. I feel like if I don't impress the friend group, they will not talk to me and leave me alone. In other words, I try to make people happy, but at the end, don't take time to care for myself and end up being really hurt or damaged from the inside. Oof. Oh, that's deep. Oh. Yeah. We should really have a talk to him after, because he's in our friend group, so. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Dude, dude if you're listening to this um mystery friend i just want you to know that you know you don't have to Like, do all these things. Like, I know for me as well, it's really difficult because you start to think that once you work so hard to be in a friend group or be included or be invited to something, you kind of feel like you have to give also something back when really all you need to do is be yourself. And no, that's so typical, but really, that's why we want you in the friend group in the first place, not because you know you provide us with money or you do anything else, anything materialistic. And I know a lot of the time we have that kind Mm -hmm. of idea um which is yeah i understand it's quite harmful for ourselves as well sometimes it feels like being in a friend group is almost like a trial run you constantly have to either make really good jokes in order to be liked um or be favored favored um or you know like just try to be yeah or be super nice or be super open or be super friendly, be something else that you're not in order to impress them or in order to fit in and, and still be always included and will be almost like a permanent member of the friendship um this also applies to like parties you know like if I get invited to a party or if I get invited to a birthday party or some kind of event I feel like we kind of have to invite them back and forth it's kind of this back and forth thing to make sure that we're all on equal ground but I think for the friends uh, our, our friends case it's really prevalent in high school like we always try to impress other people in order to stay in the friend group
2: Um, I think I can relate in a sense when last year um, I was becoming friends with, like, a few year 10s and a few new year 9s that I'd never talked to before. And I felt this pressure to be very, like, cool and, like, chill because they had sort of that personality. And I remember, like, sort of, how do I say, like, completely changing myself. I was changing my personality when I was around them, which became very, like, tiring and kind of toxic. And I was, and I remember having this, like, what do you call it? Like a a realization that, epiphany, there we go. Yeah, I I, I had an epiphany that if they're not going to, like, accept me for when I'm, like, just, like, my normal self, then it's not worth being friends with them. But I was lucky in the sense that when I was trying to, when I was trying to be myself, they still stayed friends with me and now we're still really close.
0: Okay, um, this is Nikki from The Future Editing. We lost a lot of footage, so if you hear me, like, in and out really weirdly, I'm just trying to fill in the gaps. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to add something to Rihanna's point. I remember, even now, um, like, after a lot of time has passed since the recording, um, like, I find myself still trying to impress people and change myself in order to have a friendship with them. Um, And I think that applies to, you know, so many people today, even adults, really, that, um, like, even today, I, you know, oh my god, this sounds so stupid, okay, Uh, oh my god, I really hope our friends aren't listening to this, but, like, I try to be, like, ew, okay, like, cooler than I am, I don't know, it's just, like, I try to act chill, like Rihanna said, um, I try to act, like, like just out of character you know because i think we always want to uh, like appeal to our peers to be liked and because we don't believe that our natural selves is likable maybe because of a snide comment someone said or maybe the way someone reacted to um by the way we acted if that makes makes sense i i don't know um but <laughs> i hope that does um yeah i just think that that's one of the reasons why we try to act cooler than we are a lot of the times even me like i tried today to be like oh you know i love skipping class i don't i don't fucking know okay it's just and i have to really step out of my, my comfort zone but that also means stepping out of my natural zone if that makes sense i don't know i don't know but yeah I think it's just for me personally too that sometimes I'm really unhappy with the way I am looked um out, on the outside. Like, I don't know, a lot of people think I'm too nerdy or, you know, too intimidating or too, uh, like, goody two-shoes. Like, I've gotten that a lot. So I try to act like you know like in like I'm not that so I try to step out of my comfort zone and try to do things that I normally wouldn't do or wouldn't normally do in in regards to how people perceive me so I can be liked in all different forms by different people and that's satisfying you know that's like feels good i guess i hope this really makes sense um yeah i don't know it's like one o'clock right now so i literally like 12 53 um but yeah that's my little input i guess i
1: said a healthy (coughs) friendship is not reliant and the constant okay I'll, i'll stop properly okay um I just want to wrap it up by saying a healthy friendship is not reliant on the constant need for a person, rather the person or group of people improve you and how you are as a person, um, whether that makes you happier or you're more supported by them or you become a harder worker. They improve you to be a better person, to be on your own two feet and be an independent human being. But that doesn't mean that they become your two feet. You gotta understand that. Your friends are there to improve you, not to be with you constantly. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I just wanna say okay, I need to stop. Go follow our Instagram, the Teenaging Podcast, our Twitter, the Teenaging Pod, our YouTube, the Teenaging Podcast. Yeah. We hope you have a great quarantine and we hope you're all safe. Bye. Bye. Oh,